With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. So uh, we got a great uh, third hour for you. You guys all voted? Everybody voting? Some states you can go like day of. I was in Connecticut last time. I literally hadn't registered. And I was just, I, I had, you know, there my show is three to six. I got up at like seven in the morning. I had voted by like nine o'clock. It was amazing. It was really amazing. That's on election day. So, so check. I mean, it may be too late where you are, but uh, it's a pretty good chance. There's a lot of places where you can get it in under the wire. If you're a last second guy, like I am, I'm a last second guy usually. And this year I'm not, uh, I got the sticker, but I haven't, I haven't dropped it in the box yet. So I haven't officially voted yet. And um, uh, and I also haven't posted it on Instagram or on Twitter, so it hasn't happened yet. As, as Dan Byer pointed out, you cannot vote unless you post unless you post yourself with a sticker on some form of social media. That is, I believe, a rule of 2020. I believe that's a rule of 2020. So, um, we got uh, Thursday night football tonight. 
it's weird how these games, this game could have been really good if not for the fact that the Falcons have no defense. And what's the story with Christian McCaffrey? He's not playing, right? They're like, it's the Falcons. We don't really need him. And we're not really all that psyched about having to win this year. We're trying to build for for the future. The Panthers are surprisingly average, and the Falcons are surprisingly bad. Do we have a do we have any knowledge of the uniforms that the Falcons will be wearing tonight? Byers a big, big uniform guy. Big uniform guy. And I'm just wondering if we know because remember the the Falcons had all those uniform options. And usually Thursday night football used to be color rush, right? Used to be used to be the color. To, so I think they're going with the all red, which are and the black helmets, which are without any question the worst of their uniforms. They're supposed to debut their color rush uniforms tonight. Those are all red. Well, they had they wore their what they call like the gradient, where it goes from red like down to black. They actually wore those against the Lions this past weekend. Yes, the Lions wore can, some weird ones too. Yeah, you, know, you can see it on. No, they just had it tonight. They're going to be wearing their white uniforms. They're white. I, yes. Why did it say I've looked online? Uh, maybe this is an old old tweet that I. Uh, well, I and I could be looking at the Falcons at the start of the season unveiled their uniform schedule. Yeah, and so week eight against Carolina or at Carolina was their white jerseys. In the but, gr- but it says here, and I could be, okay, let me just make sure I'm looking at this right, okay? Uh, Falcons, Thursday night uniforms. I think it says, let me just make sure this is the right. Yeah, they, it says they're going to debut their Thursday night uniforms. Yes, they have a uniform schedule. Panthers are wearing all black tonight. So yeah, that was what, seven hours ago. So then then the then they would have to wear white. They had to wear white? Yeah. Why did they have to wear white? Because the NFL doesn't do color on color, usually, unless it's maybe a unique situation. Well, I don't know. This one says they're going to Well, put it this way. The, 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 the Falcons don't have an all-red uniform. They don't? Oh, so this is an old, this is an old tweet? Yeah. Like, they, they, the gradient uniform that they unveiled last week is red on top and then transitions to black in the pants. What's today's date? Today's October what? 29th. Mm. 2020. They did have a all red color rush previously, but if you yeah, look you know, up on your screen, yeah. see how that gradient, how it starts red and yeah. goes. That's what they wore last week. Gradient, gradient. You love uniforms. I do. I do. Favorite NFL uniform is what? Oh, you told me Seahawks one, right? Well, I lo- there's I, the gradient I mean, one. I'm looking at the gradient one. I, I, I said that the Bengals have the greatest helmet. They probably have the worst uniform. I, you know who has, you know who looks really good. Uh, the Chicago Bears look good in their uniforms. Bears. Bears. Very classic look. They have a classic look there. Bears. Yeah. Uh, then there's something about being a cowboy as well. Yes, but here's the thing about the cowboys. They almost always wear the white, right? Yep. The blue is awful. <laughs> it is awful. It is a bad uniform. And I and I I you know, I, I forget what how they get away with it with wearing the white more than everybody else, but it seems like other people have turned that on them. But really, the the whiter like I love the Raiders white uniforms. I think the Raiders white uniforms are clean, clean with the silver numbers. Like those are amazing. Tough to argue. Yeah, one better, maybe maybe the same. But yeah, you're right about the Raiders. Um, But the Raiders black uniforms are still kind of classic. Whereas I feel like the Cowboys blue uniforms, um, they're not anywhere near the level of the Raiders black uniforms, right? Does that my my right? So it's not that the white uniforms aren't awesome. It's that in comparison. The blue uniforms are such a massive drop-off. 
Yeah, I think that that's fair. I, it could also be something that, because we're just not used to it, I don't know, but maybe the sleeves are weird with the bands on it. But the Raiders are great as well because there's no, you how you love the white uniforms mm-hmm. on their black uniforms, there's no forced white. Right. Like, they don't have a white trim of the number. It's just their gray, silver, silver numbers. Yeah, yeah, silver number, yeah. yeah. I, I think the number one disappointing uniform of the year is that Tampa didn't at least give us a little creamsicle. Right? Yeah, it could come next year, but I know, but yeah. I mean, like they, they got a chance to be, they got a chance to win a Super Bowl this year, and I don't know, what are you waiting for? Oh yeah, the creamsicle. Those end zones would have been magnificent. Magnificent, magnificent. Speaking of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so Brady's playing well. I'm not disputing that. Um, especially of late, Charger game seemed to seem to trigger him. Charger game seemed to kind of get him going right before half. They started playing well in that game. And in the Raiders game, again, if he played in the AFC West against the two bad teams in the AFC West, he would have nine t- or two of the three, t- nine touchdowns. Five other opponents, nine touchdowns combined. Kevin Clark joined us last hour. He's got Tom Brady as the MVP. Marcus Spears on Get Up. He's got Tom Brady as the MVP. Colin Cowherd this morning. He's got the- Yahoo Sports. Brady is incredibly in the MVP race. Who they played? Who they beaten? All right. They beat one team with an above 500 record. Now, that doesn't stop you from getting an MVP. If you remember when Cam Newton got the MVP in the exact same division, they didn't beat a team with an above 500 record all season long. So it usually doesn't, but again, I wasn't, I'm not, ta- I'm talking about right now in comparison. And in comparison, he's been good. No one's saying he hasn't been good. No one's saying. Does he lead the league in passer rating? No. Does he lead the league in touchdowns? No. Touchdown interception ratio? No. Is his team good? Yes. Are they the best team? No. Um, and if you want to say, well, he's be- he's so much better than Jameis Winston, who would argue with that? Jameis Winston's now a third-string quarterback. Tom Brady is arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, the most accomplished quarterback of all time. Brady's been good. 18 touchdowns, only four interceptions. Um He's completing 65% of his balls. It should be pointed out that they were rattled by the Chicago Bears, and very early on the year, they, the offense took a while to kind of get going. But four touchdown passes this past weekend uh, against um, uh, against the the okay, the Las Vegas Raiders, and suddenly now we we went from maybe Tom Brady is starting to get it. Not sure if he has it. Don't know if it's going to be a good fit to. Man, Tom Brady is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. He should be the MVP. They got the Giants upcoming this weekend. Uh, excuse me, on uh, yeah, on Monday. Then they play the Saints again, a team they lost to. Then they go to Carolina. Then you got Rams, Kansas City, Minnesota, Atlanta, Detroit, Atlanta. Their schedule, kind of cakewalky. Right? I'm looking at three playoff teams the rest of the way. I think there's a chance he wins the MVP. I don't think he is the MVP as of now. Russell Wilson throwing three picks in the only game they lose is the perfect example. They have a terrible defense. They've lost one game. What does that tell you? Russell Wilson's awesome. Aaron Rodgers plays really well. Five five games. They, They win those five. He throws two picks. They lose. What does it tell you? In terms of value, now, if you want to tell me the value is in his demand for excellence, in his work ethic, okay. In his the fact he doesn't turn the football over, like, okay, he's not the only one, but fine. You know? I mean, 
yes, Aaron Rodgers has threw those two picks in the game. Do you know how many interceptions Aaron Rodgers has all year long? That would be two. That would be two. So I'm uh, I'm not super, super negative towards Tom Brady. I'm not telling you that he's not going to be in the discussion. But like Dan Orlovsky said, like, well, when he's protected, he's the best quarterback in the league. Okay. So if, if Aaron Rodgers is protected, he's not a better quarterback. If Pat Mahomes is protected, he's not a better quarterback. It's hard to compare different teams, different styles. But can you tell me there was a better quarterback performance against a good defense than what Pat Mahomes did against Baltimore? Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. What Aaron Rodgers did the first four weeks of the season, is there anything better? There is not. Tom Brady has been excellent against two, one borderline playoff team, the Raiders, one bottom feeder in the Chargers, who were missing 10 starters at the time. I'm not denying that he still has he still has stuff in the tank and that they're not trending to becoming the best team in the NFC. He's not the MVP. They got a great roster and he's been good. He hasn't been spectacular. Coming up next, a Big Ten game may be in jeopardy over the weekend. Actually, a Big Ten game is in jeopardy over the weekend. Plus, the narrative you'll hear about a Super Bowl contender doesn't make any sense. I'll tell you what that is next, but first... Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show! Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're uh, having a great day, man. Getting ready for football tonight on Fox. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings and the signals are going. Don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Even if you don't see a train, stop. Trains can't paid for by NHTSA. There's a narrative out there that the Green Bay Packers need more playmakers. Okay. Um, and we had Aaron Nagler on earlier today. He's from Cheesehead TV. And he basically said, like, look, if somebody wants to give one away with a minimal contract, you know, like, all right. We keep doing this thing. Where we're like, well, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have enough weapons. Doesn't have enough weapons. Okay. Um, Look. We can go back all you want, all you want, and say it was a mistake to trade up for Jordan Love. He's He hasn't, by all accounts, he hasn't been great, hasn't even been good when he has practiced. But he is what you would call in television a futures buy, right? Where you buy, they do this in TV, I don't know if you know this, where... Um, if you're doing something else, you're under contract, they can buy your rights for the future and own them. And basically it was like, look, if you're going to do TV, you're going to have to do it with this network and figure it out. And they will pay you an amount. I mean, while you're still doing something else so that they own your rights for the future. Jordan Love was at least two years away. Then you have no... Uh, Rookie camps, OTAs, no real off-season program. And, of course, he's looked behind. And you're comparing him to Aaron Stinkin' Rodgers, who's arguably the best quarterback in the sport. But but here's what we're doing is we're like, well, they should have taken a wide receiver then. You could have taken T. Higgins then. And statistically, T. Higgins has done quite well. Right? He has 27 catches on the season He's averaging 15.2 yards a carry. He's a big play, long, 
rangy, run deep, I'll throw it up, you jump up and catch it, sort of cat. Not sure if you're aware of how this works, though. If you play T. Higgins, that means that Marcus Valdez-Scantling doesn't play as much, or Alan Lazard doesn't play as much, or Devontae Adams doesn't play as much, and they, you know, at the time, they put together the the map and said, mm, we would rather have the potential quarterback of the future not play than get another wide receiver that we might or might not use. I heard Colin Cowherd earlier today be critical of the fact that in the second round, they drafted a running back. Okay? That running back's name is A.J. Dillon. Now, A.J. Dillon, by all accounts, has been better than people thought. Finally getting some carries. And oh yeah, by the way, anybody realize that Aaron Jones didn't play last week because he's been a little nicked up? He might not play this week. Why do they have the luxury of doing that? Because they drafted another running back. Oh yeah, by the way, Aaron Jones, he's going to need a new contract in the offseason. I mean, what better leverage can you possibly have then? Look, we love you. Aaron Jones had 20 touchdowns in his last 21 regular season games. But we're not going to move heaven and earth for a running back and give you some ridiculous deal when we got other guys. And we can save money and then spend it and then maybe draft another running back. That's a well-run organization. But more than anything, Aaron Rodgers has 17 touchdowns, two interceptions. Those two interceptions are on him. And when they did lose that game to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, When they lost that game to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they weren't beaten because they didn't have enough wide receivers. They were beaten because they couldn't protect Aaron Rodgers. When they lost to the San Francisco 49ers in the regular and postseason last year, it was because they couldn't protect Aaron Rodgers and couldn't stop the run of the San Francisco 49ers. had nothing to do with with wide receivers. Like if, If that philosophy held to be true, and I understand there's not other linemen out there. There's just not. I mean, if, if so, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Chargers, I mean, you've got to go through the teams that all need offensive line help. That would be able to go get it. But like, wide receivers? Playmakers? Devontae Adams is an elite wide receiver. Alan Lazard's a legit number two. Robert Tunyon's like the favorite, when healthy, favorite target of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones has 20 touchdowns in 21 regular season games. And they got enough dudes all over. Like, that's not going to win... No, no added wide receiver is going to win them games if you have to give up something. Maybe they take on a bad contract and give up a late-round pick. But the idea that the Packers are a playmaker away from winning a Super Bowl, you haven't watched them when they played. Number of playmakers has not been the issue. Doesn't mean they won't take one if they can steal one, but the idea that they need one to compete that would be really far afield from the reality. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Danny Woodhead has an um, had amazing rise as uh, as a football player, right? And uh, his podcast is perfectly named Out of Nowhere. He's kind enough to spend some time with us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Danny, how are you? Doing good, man. How the heck are you? Man, it's been a long time since uh, I you first made it to the league. I felt like I was your first interview. Now you're now you just do this stuff on the side just for fun because you're swimming in money. Wait, are they coming after you? <laughs> where, where are you right now? 
Omaha, Nebraska, man, where where people, uh, you know, just live the good life. I mean, that's what we're known for, Nebraska, the good life. And we get a little bit of cold weather, so that sucks. But uh, I can still get a little bit of golf in, so oh. don't worry about me. Yeah, number of days you play golf uh, per, per week now? Uh, I mean, it depends. Like, it depends on if it's 40 degrees or not. Because if it's 40 degrees, you know, about four times a week. If it's, you know, 50 to 60, probably five. So I, I play a decent amount. Are you good? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good enough to keep, uh, keep enjoying it. I'm, I've made it into the pluses. So that's, that's good. Uh, but I'm no pro. Pluses is pretty good. That's, 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 take, that's <laughs> taking money from everybody. That, that's taking money from, from everybody. Uh, I, I want to get your thoughts on the league currently on Brady, who used to be your quarterback on rivers, who used to be your quarterback in a second. But I, 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 I do want to, for people who've forgotten, um, you were at Shadron state, like, out of high school, did you have any offers? Like, what? What? How big were you out of high school? Uh, out of high school, I was actually like, I don't know if I was five eight one ninety or, I think it was one ninety is what I weighed, and then I ended up bumping up to about two hundred my freshman year. But I mean, I wasn't like, I wasn't the smallest. Everyone made it seem like I was like five six, one hundred and fifty pounds. Um, but <laughs> I didn't have any offers outside of Division two. Uh, or there were some D1 double A's that were going to offer me, but I told them no go because I wanted to go to Shadron to play with my brother, and they had a good program. So I just basically I basically decided to do that, and there were a couple Division ones that came late, never offered. Wyoming decided I wasn't good enough, and um, obviously a whole slew of other teams too. I, I guess here's a question. like You were the Nebraska Player of the Year, the Omaha World Player of the Year. Um yep. And I, I wonder, like, had had Nebraska come in and offered you, right? And let's yep. say your special teams and, you know, a, one of a slew of running backs. What's the likelihood that your career ends up like it is today? Like, you, you as opposed to going somewhere where you were an absolute star? Uh, I, I really don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where I think, I mean, just as a competitor, I think if they would have offered me a scholarship, I think, you know, I'm on fair fair playing field, you know. Like, if I walk on, there's no chance I'm getting a chance. It doesn't matter if I was better than someone, I'm not playing. Um, Nebraska wasn't all that good at that time, as we know, and they haven't been for a while. So it might have been, been tough. Um, but I think, you know, it's one of those things I'm – I, I think I would have still done well. I don't know if it ends up the same way, uh, but it doesn't really matter because it ended up how it ended up, and I'm very thankful for it. No, no, no. I, I, I totally get that, but it's like, you know, you try and tell kids all the time, like, you know, you go somewhere you're going to play, right? Go somewhere you like. Oh, yeah. Well, well people, people always ask me, like, well, why didn't you walk on at Nebraska? I'm like, I don't know, because 95 guys have to get hurt before I play if I walk on there. You know, <laughs> like that's just, that's, that's what it is. And, and I understood that. I, there's a lot of guys that go in, and it does work out for a few guys, but for the most part, if you walk on, guys don't understand, you will never play. You just won't unless some, a lot of people get hurt because they don't want to play you. It's just like in the league. when Are, are you going to play your undrafted free agent or are you going to play your first rounder? You're going to play your first rounder because you invested money in them. It's, it's the same, same like concept, and people I don't think understand that. Um how how hard is it to make it in the NFL? I mean, it's it's one of those. It's obviously the numbers are stacked against anyone. Um, 
But the thing you have to realize is everyone's talented. Everyone was a star at their school. And, and it's like, once, once you get to the league, it's, I think it's more mental than anything. It's like, Hey, make sure you know, every play, make sure you know, every position that you could be on the field. That's the thing I learned with Mangini in New York. And obviously bill in new England is man, even though I'm a halfback in all the empty sets or just even, even when it's, there's a running back in, in the backfield, like just know the concepts because what if you get thrown in, in that situation? Well, the way I got elevated onto a active roster was because I got elevated as a receiver because a bunch of receivers got hurt and they knew that I knew the offense. And that's kind of how things, I don't want to, I mean, I didn't do much in New York offensively. No, but you were number but, 80. People forget you were number 83. Like you were a wide, right. you, were, you had to be a wide receiver. Yes. And, and like, that's, that's the thing is, man, I, I realized, you know, early on because of the coaching staffs that I went through, it's like, just know everything because that can, coaches say in the NFL all the time, the more you can do, the more you can do. It yeah. might mean special teams. It might mean just no other positions. Well, I took that to heart, and I, I honestly believe it would have been really hard for me to break through if I didn't know what to do. But also, also and, and this is where it's really hard, when you're a star in college, um, you yeah. know, you don't necessarily always, not every guy pays attention to, like, pass protection, right? But if you're going to make right. it as a, as a running back or as a wide receiver, somebody who slides into that backfield— you got to be able to you got to know understand everything about pass protection, and then you got to be able to actually do the job. How, what's what's that like to learn at that level? I mean, it's hard because you're also dealing with what they would call sub defenses, so nickel dime defenses, which changes everything in protection. Not a lot of people know that. So, so many you know fantasy owners are like, "Gosh, why doesn't this running back play on third downs?" Well, probably because he doesn't know how to protect. Probably he he doesn't know how to catch the ball. He doesn't know how to do some of those little things and substitute defenses. And it's not just one of those plug and play. Like you talk to any coach, a sub a sub running back has to know everything. Has to know all the protections. Has to know when you're supposed to scan backside, when not to, um, where the mic point is, where just all the different factors. And then oh by the way. If no one's coming, you better get out and you're out really fast because if it's a zone, you need to take up a zone. You need to be a, an option. Or if it's man-to-man and everyone's covered, you better get open. So there's a lot of stuff that goes on to, to playing a sub running back. That's why a lot of rookies don't play sub sub running back. They don't play on third down because it's just a lot to handle. Yeah, yeah, and then and then the and then you know you got veteran guys who you mentioned special teams. You know the the old franchise yeah. backs struggle. They won't pay, play special teams, right? There's certain things they don't do. So that's a time in which you can uh, you, you can actually get on the football field. Like it's a really it's it's uh, there's interesting parts of football which I don't think enough people actually explain to like uh, you know the common folk, if you will, uh, about right. why somebody is who they are and why they do and how. Like you know I'm I've been told that that the thing about Gronk that made him special is it's not the pass catching. It's that you can actually leave him on a defensive end. And, and you're okay. Uh, he's that good. Yeah. Blo- he he's been that good a blocker. Is that is that is that well, fair? And, and well, and, and more than anything, Gronk. At least when he was in New England, and my guess is the same now because Gronk is not someone to change. But he he also isn't going to complain if he's blocking in the run game. Like he's still going to go out and do his best. You know, and there's a lot of tight ends 
I mean, that's that's just part of it. A lot of them are kind of receiving tight ends, and they just don't really want to block. And it's hard to find the Rob Gronkowski's, you know, the George Kittles of the world that like like enjoy it and are like going to be able to push a defensive lineman around or go on double teams with with linemen like. That's just not very common anymore, and especially because, you know, the spread offenses and guys just wanting to catch the ball and score touchdowns. I, I get that, but you don't find those guys that will do both that much anymore. No, no, you, you, you really don't. Um, what's your thoughts on, on Tom? Obviously, you played with him a ton. You know him really well. On, uh, on what, what, what is evolving there in Tampa? Well, I mean, you, you, you look at it, and I mean – at least the people that played in New England or have an idea of, you know, a lot of football. The first few weeks, I mean, it was very not New England type offense. Yes. You know, like Gronk was staying in blocking all the time, which he can do. But if I'm, if I'm someone paying him $9 million and I know that he's six seven, two hundred and sixty five pounds or whatever the heck he is, and I know that he has um, oven mitts for hands, I'm probably going to put him on some over routes and seam routes. Well, he, he didn't seem to be running or corner routes. I, I, he just didn't see, maybe I'm wrong, and I could be totally off base, but it didn't seem like he was doing that stuff. Whereas the last couple of weeks, it seems like he's been getting a little, they've been a little bit more um, intentional on getting him involved. Well, Doug, what does that do? That, that opens up everything for everyone else. And, and I, I understand that, you know, B.A. hasn't had a lot. He just hasn't had a lot of tight ends that are great, great receivers. Well, when you have that, it terrifies the defense because then you don't know who to cover. Oh, we're going to put two guys on Gronk. Oh, we are? Well, we have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller. Is that, oh, by the way, in a couple weeks, we have Antonio Brown. So what are you going to do? Right now they don't have a running back that really is in that role, or they don't have a James White. They don't have someone like that. Yeah. But we, that, now that would be – if you had something like that, it just wouldn't be fair. So it's a, in, a, in a way it's a really good thing. That I point out Danny Woodhead is available. I just I – I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I'm not available, man. I, I have 14 clubs in my bag, and that's the only thing I'm available to. That's the only sport I'm available to. But, <laughs> but it's just – it's hard. A defensive coordinator can't – like, how do you game plan like, oh, we're going to play man. Oh, you are? So who are you going to put on Gronk? Who are you going to put on the slot? Who are you going to put on the two outside guys? Running back, they don't have that right now as a receiving back. Yeah. But still, you have four guys that it's impossible to cover. Okay, so uh, if you're, I was talking about the Packers earlier. And, um, like, if you're the Packers, I mean, look, when they have Aaron Jones, they have that running back. They Obviously, oh, yeah. obviously Devontae Adams is is super high-level guy. He loves Tanyan. Lazard is coming to his own. They got Valdez Scantling. There's talk about them going out and getting another guy. I don't. Do they need another guy? I don't know if they necessarily need another guy because they have five guys that can get open. You have a running back like Aaron Jones um, in the passing game. My thing is, it's just like, well, what are, what are you going to do, defense? Are you going to play nickel? Because if you play nickel, there's still no one that can cover Aaron Jones. But also, then the run's an option. If you play dime. I'm, I'm running all day on you with Aaron Jones. If you play base, it's just a throw-a-thon. Because it, all it is, all the NFL is, and, and I think like everyone gets the whole Patriots system mixed up, all they're doing is playing mis- mismatches. I mean, we're playing. They're str- I mean, they have a tough 
tough go right now. But I'm saying all they were do all they're doing is mismatches. It's like, oh, okay, you want to put a linebacker on Julian Edelman. All right, well, I guess we're going to throw it, we're, and we're going to throw it until you don't put a linebacker on. Remember what, what, what game was it? It was the Rams game, the Super Bowl, and he just kept running a little return route, a shallow route. Well, why? Well, they had linebackers on, which is just not, it's not advantageous for you as a defense. So we're going to keep doing that. Oh, you're going to put all these DBs on the field? Okay, well, we're going to run. I remember my first year there team started playing dime against us and i think it's because they thought i was a receiver because i was with the jets before so what we did is we just started running zone outside zone because you can't offensive linemen are going to win when it comes to blocking defensive backs and it just makes things so difficult it's just like let's play mismatches and and that's that's what the packers can do that's what tampa bay can do the teams that can play mismatches and just make a defensive coordinator have nightmares and not know what to do those are the teams that are gonna destroy you Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Man, this is this is so good. I mean, I could, I could talk ball with you for a long, long time. Well, I, I'm, I'm, that's one thing you know I do miss. I don't miss getting hit, but I love talking ball schemes and and just like how to beat a team. Now I don't know anything defensively, but about offensively, how I'm going to scheme against you. Right. Like, that's that's my favorite thing. No, I mean, look, basketball wise, I'm the exact same thing, right? Like, find right. the problem, solve the problem. And that's but that's one of the things about the Patriots is they've never been the let's just stick to what we do. It's been the let's figure out a way to solve the problem. Um, it feels like it feels like probably trade Gilmore. I don't know. It feels like that. You know, like I saw Edelman's getting what appears to be some sort of elective cleanup on the knee. I feel like if Tom yeah. if Tom was there, he probably put that off to the off season. But with all these guys opting had opted out, Cam's arm is shot. I it feels like they're just this is a bridge year, just getting them through to whatever's next. Is that a fair read from the outside? Uh, I don't know if it's a fair read or not. It does. I I, I know exactly what you're saying. It, it's a tough. It was a tough year, anyways, for the defense. I mean, they had such a dominant defense that if they didn't have, if if Hightower and Chung and those guys didn't opt out, they're still the that same defense. Um, and the whole, you know, ball control and with what what Cam, even if his arm shot, it would make a difference. Like their team would be a completely different team. Now would they be what they were with Tom? No. But and and do I agree with you that Edelman's probably not getting a clean out if Tom's playing? Without a doubt, there's no chance. So it is it is interesting, and it's going to be interesting to see how it progresses. Who knows, though? You, I mean, how many times have they kind of surprised us, and then they just start winning games, and you're like, what the heck's going on? Like, who knows? I, I, I don't know, but I totally, I totally understand, and I don't know if I fully agree yet because we'll see after a couple weeks, and it might be, yeah, but you might be on to something. Uh, uh, would DK Metcalf run you down in your prime? Um. There's a lot of people, like, I have a lot of confidence in, you know, my, my speed, or I had, uh, not my speed now. Right, not, right, right. I don't even know. I, I don't even know what that is. But DK Metcalf, I don't, know, I don't know if he was made by a computer or, or, or what it was. I mean, it's a freaking really good computer if, if, if he was. You ever, seen the movie, because, you ever seen the movie Weird Science? I haven't. I I feel like I need to. Well, now. okay. So you're 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 much younger than me, right? But yep. in the in the eighties and nineties, a guy named uh, John Hughes. He made Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink, Breakfast Club. Um, uh, he made Mr. Uh, Beethoven. 
uh, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles, Uncle Buck. These are all his movies, right? Yeah. Oh, all, yeah. I, I okay. remember Uncle Buck. Okay. Great movie. So, okay. So they're all kind of based in Chicago, whatever. Um, Weird Science, They it's like old school, like Apple IIe computer, um, and they put together, like, they basically cut up a bunch of magazines and they build their dream girl on a computer and it spits out Kelly LeBrock. And that's what it feels like DK Metcalf is, right? Like if you take a guy with size, abs, arms, hands, feet, he's a good looking dude, he's smart, right? And just like put it in a computer and then spit it out. He's basically weird science. I, I agree. And now, do I think I could be all right maybe on like a 30 or a 40? Yeah, because with that angle that he, he took, I, I would have. Just kind of like he ran him down. Like, like that wasn't he bro, didn't have the angle on him. He ran him down. No, that's what I'm saying. That angle was so bad. <laughs> like it was so bad that Baker was fine for 30 and 40 yards. But man, he was. He, I counted it. He was like 10 to 15 yards behind, and it looked like I was worried that like he was actually gonna ruin the field because he was <laughs> taking up so much grass. <laughs> I was like, are we going to have to get the, the grounds crew on here? Because what he's doing is not healthy for the field. I, I'm big into, yeah. you know, taking care of the grass. Sure, sure. So, uh, <laughs> so, so he definitely, what he was doing doesn't seem real. Would I get caught by him? Without a doubt. A hundred percent. Out of nowhere is the podcast. He's the one and only Danny Woodhead. Danny, great catching up, dude. Hit him long and straight. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me, bro. The SEC and Big Ten are on a collision course. I'll explain it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, to the press. The press. Sorry on time, Dan, but I was enjoying my talk with Danny Woodhead. And don't worry about it. No run CMC tonight for the Carolina Panthers. Christian McCaffrey still out because of that ankle injury. Was not activated from IR, so the Panthers will have to go without McCaffrey again as they host Atlanta on Fox. I like Atlanta. Ooh, interesting. I like Atlanta. The uh, Panthers, according to pregame.com right now, just a one-point favorite. I like Atlanta. All right. Jaguars quarterback Gardner Minshew has multiple fractures and sprained ligaments in his right thumb, according to ESPN. Reportedly suffered the injury at a loss to the Texans on October 11th, but didn't say anything about his thumb hurting until after their loss to the Chargers this past weekend. Huh. All right. Why is Gardner Minshew can't throw a football? Well, I got a broken thumb. You got a broken thumb you didn't tell anybody? <laughs> It could usher in the Mike Glennon era in Jacksonville. Oh, Mike Glennon rises from the ashes like the Phoenix. Jaguars don't, uh, they have a bye in week eight, so they don't play anyone this weekend. Uh, How about this from college football? The SEC championship game on December 19th in Atlanta, Doug, will be an 8 o'clock Eastern time kick. Could be going up against the Big Ten championship game, which traditionally has gone up against the ACC championship game on those championship nights. SEC versus Big Ten? Yes, that could be the case. Ooh, and Wisconsin's still undefeated, by the way. That we think we don't yes. know if that'll be called a called a loss. Right now, it's just a they didn't play. Tony Larusa, the new skipper of the White Sox, but when the White Sox announced it, uh, they used a graphic on social media that had a picture of Larusa and a signature of AJ Hinch. Happens. <laughs> Oops. Speaking of Hinch, he could be the next manager of the Tigers. They're a top candidate, according to the USA. And then today. in like thirty years, he'll be back with the White Sox, like Tony Larusa. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. All right, great stuff from you, Bayer. Ramos, you too. Ryan Music at home in his underwear, producing the show. All right, I got, I'm on the Falcons tonight. Probably to lose late. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, download All Ball. You're on Fox Sports Radio. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 